Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Hey, real quick, I'm launching a newsletter. Actually, I've had a newsletter, but I never put effort into it. Kind of like a toy that uh, you forget about, and it's collecting dust on the top shelf. So I'm taking it down, cleaning it up, putting brand new rims on it, and uh, letting you drive it. So, well, not letting you drive it, giving it to you. I don't know. Anyway, I'm giving away uh, discount codes, Zoom links, for a private hangs, uh, I'm going to just do some creative stuff. Uh, of course, articles, ex- excerpts from my books, and uh, mental challenges, journaling, journaling prompts, uh, and also interviews. I'm going to do some interviews with people, um, people who have uh, amazing stories. And so if you want uh, that newsletter, just go to theangrytherapist.com and you will see it there. So I had a revelation recently. And okay, let me back up real quick. So I uh, grew up with fast food. I grew up um, eating McDonald's, and uh, you know, in the eighties, fast food wasn't fast food. Meaning, um, fast. I mean, shit. We were eating those uh, TV dinners, right? And that's like, I think that's worse than fast food. Remember those from the fifties? Like they they got popular in the fifties, and then in the eighties, like Swanson, there was like uh, fried chicken and other shit. And, I mean, that wasn't even real food, I think. Um, anyway, so as a kid, fast food was uh, it was almost a luxury. And it was also very American. I remember um, when Chicken McNuggets first came out and my neighbor, uh, uh, he was eating them. And they had these little dipping sauces. And I was so jealous. I wanted them, them so bad. Um, but the image I, I see in my head of, like, McDonald's is, like, America. My point is I grew up uh, – my, my house, by the way, was like a liquor store. Um, my parents were never home and they let us buy whatever we wanted to. They thought that was what being American looked like. So we had all the cereals, you know, Twinkies, cupcakes. I mean, it was really – our cupboards were – it was like a liquor store. It's so all the kids came over and um, used me. <laughs> uh, so I have this palette of fast food. And so as I got got older, um, I loved uh, things like burgers. And my my mom, um, after working at like a, a it was called a stop and go, but it was like a Seven Eleven, um, and she she was held up many times. Uh, she saved up money and bought this little hamburger shack in Burbank. And so I grew up, and I was around fourteen at the time. Um, grew up skating and eating burgers i mean burgers were on demand i just had to make a phone call and i got you know fries chili fries burgers and so i grew up with that and so as an adult um i've always craved and loved uh you know burgers and one thing i've realized and this is my revelation sorry it's a little long-winded i uh, in my head Imagine the burgers that I used to eat and how good they tasted. And then I'd go get one. And, you know, I make sure the reviews are legit and they're amazing. And, you know, I don't just go to random places. But uh, various uh, 
burger places, mom and pop shops, you know, whatever. And I'm always disappointed. And I don't think it's the burger. I think it's my palate. I think that at 49, I can't eat a double Western bacon cheeseburger with large fries and a Coke. And I don't get the same high, I guess you would say, because it is like a drug. I don't get the same satisfaction as I did, you know, when I was in high school or younger. And what's interesting is every time I eat a burger, I'm disappointed. I'm like, oh, this is a greasy. I don't even like this. A few days later, I imagine again the sensation, the dopamine, the um, satisfaction I got from the burger uh, in the 80s, 90s, and then I'm out in the car looking for a burger place again, almost like an addict. It's really strange. And what I've realized is, A, this is a pattern. And I think this is a pattern that I have with not only burgers, um, using burgers as a way in, but uh, uh, in other areas of my life. And the pattern pattern being this, um, playing back old memories, you remembering the feeling of it, it felt amazing. And so you go try to get that for your life, even though you know it's no longer honest to you, even though you know it's not what it used to be. You know, another good example is donuts. I, um, like everyone else, love donuts. And I used to um, bring them to uh, work every Friday as my fuck it Friday. That's where that whole thing started at a nonprofit. And I used to inhale like three or something, four. And these days, uh, maybe one donut at the most and I start to feel sick. So my palate has changed. Um, What I enjoy has changed. And it's not accepting that, but it's holding on to the memories of what I used to like. And so what I'm really doing is I'm I'm kind of living in the past. You know, I'm not allowing myself to create um, the new. I'm not allowing myself to enjoy something new and different. And that may be something that um, I haven't experienced. So, you know, like things like steak, I used to eat meat every day, I used to eat bacon every day that I don't do that anymore. Um, and so why am I still driving to burger uh, shacks when it's not really, it's not really something that I, I like, I think it's the, um, nostalgia. I don't know what it is, but you know, there's also this acceptance piece, accepting that, listen, you have changed. Um, it's okay that you don't like a burger and maybe also maybe subconsciously, the locker rooms have um, given me this definition that, like, you know, steaks and big burgers equals um, being a man or strength or, you know, I don't know. Maybe some of that is, is at play as well. And that's why I keep gravitating toward um, things that I don't enjoy as much anymore. Anyway, I'm going to uh, segue a little bit because I have this other point. So that's kind of the <laughs> that's kind of the the revelation and the um I don't want to say negative but uh uh it's spotting what um I want to accept and correct but then I also want to flip it a little bit and speaking of things that brought you a lot of joy and new experiences and remembering um how amazing things were, especially 
uh, the first time. I was, and I was randomly, I was thinking about when I first got head. <laughs> and uh, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't young. I, I was, I'm a late bloomer. So it was like, I was in high school. I think I was like 17. And it was a summer. And my friend, uh, my best friend, he was dating some girl and her like cousin or her friend was visiting. And um, I, I I know she kind of had a crush on me. Um, we didn't really do anything. And then one day we were at his house and I think I was making out with her or something in his bedroom. Um, he was this Korean kid, had this like, you know, Korean covers and shit. Um, I just remember them because they were yellow. They were like bright yellow. Koreans are the only people that make blankets in bright, uh, like Gatorade colors. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're summer blankets, and the thing about these blankets were they were um, they were uh, they're, they're almost like polyester. I don't know. I mean, they're they're things that don't allow you to breathe, right? They're not like um, they're they're thin, but they're like garbage bags, and so. We were making out, and I, I don't know how I got to that, that uh, how we got to, to even talking about it, but um, I was like, yeah, I've never gotten oral sex before. I've never gotten head, and I, I, if I remember correctly, I think I, I um, did the whole kind of like feel sorry for me, like, you know, can you, <laughs> can you sponsor me kind of thing? And uh, she's like, oh, you've never gotten – I said, no, and she's like, oh, okay. And then I could tell she was – hesitant but also wanted to give me that gift it was very sweet it was like i could i could sense the inner conflict in her like should i do this for him but then he's i don't want him to judge me you know um so she started going down and i remember when she her head disappeared under the korean blankets thinking oh my gosh she's not gonna be able to breathe you know it's um these blankets aren't breathable and i felt bad and right when she started doing it, my fucking friend bangs on the door and says, all right, we got to go. Let's go. And I remember two things. One, the feeling of it, because when, when you experience something like that, when you've never experienced it, right, the first time, it gets it unexplainable. I mean, it, it felt the best way to describe it was like, you know, when you're kind of cold and then you jump into a jacuzzi, like really slowly, you know, not jump in, but like, you know, the foot, um, shins, thighs, as you kind of sink in, lower yourself into a jacuzzi or a hot tub. That's what it felt like. All, all like focused on my penis that that feeling uh compacted into <laughs> i mean compact concentrated it was that feeling of you when you're cold think about when you're cold or like if you're up in the woods and then you put on your bathing suit and you're um gonna sink into a hot jacuzzi that feeling concentrated into your penis that's what it felt like and by the way, many people have um, had first-time uh, head experiences, and they were not good. So obviously, it's not for everyone. Meaning, uh, some people 
um, weren't ready or they weren't comfortable in their body um, or they allowed someone to do that not for them but for for their their you know whoever they had a crush on and um, they just kind of white knuckled it so that's not the kind of experience I'm talking about I'm talking about if you actually um, enjoyed it or you got to a place where you finally were able to relax and now you enjoy it right um, you I just I went somewhere else you know a different dimension that's how that's how it felt anyway so so it was only for a split second so it was only it was half of that feeling the ecstasy feeling and then the other feeling was panic and anger uh not panic but anger and frustration that um my friend is now banging on the door um stopping this uh new feeling the best feeling i've ever had uh in my life at that point in my life as a 17 year old it was the best sensation i've ever felt as a 17 year old and um i only felt it for about four seconds and then a bang on the door and my uh friend is now interrupting this so it was an interesting feeling of ecstasy and what the fuck you know anger ecstasy and anger that's what it was it was very confusing my point in sharing this story is for me to leave with a question for you and that is when's the last time you did something for the first time when's the last time you experienced something it doesn't have to be of that magnitude but when's the last time you experienced something where there was some kind of awe some kind of flow um maybe maybe seeing art uh one of my memories that i um, that that's kind of like this is when I went to Florence, Italy after a divorce and uh, I was standing in front of the, the, the David. Um, and a tear. A t- I've never cried um, because I was moved by art before. This is the first time. And maybe it was just, just where I was at that time and I was open to that experience. But um, I, my, I got watery-eyed just looking at art. It was magnificent and beautiful and timeless and um i don't know and then i also jumped into the mediterranean sea for the first time and there was something different about that as opposed to growing up in you know california and um swimming in the pacific ocean it was warmer warmer it was um just as a different energy in the oceans in italy the beaches with all those umbrellas that was a whole different experience so when was the last time you did something for the first time? And uh, if it's been a long time, what would doing something for the first time look like? And again, it doesn't have to be um, convincing your best friend's girlfriend's friend to go down on you or uh, 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 ex- traveling to exotic beaches. It could be something um, maybe that you experienced back in the day that you want to recreate um maybe it's uh something you haven't done in a while or maybe it's something or an activity that you've always wanted to do but you haven't had the time or given yourself the time to do it i think um i just posted uh i read it somewhere and i posted it on instagram because it um it made me think and it's a little cheesy but it's i still liked it it's a quote it says uh you'll live two lives um and the second life will will start when you realize you only have one life or something like that and i'm saying this because 
life is uh man life is short i mean life is long but also life is short and you're on this earth one time give yourself give your body a new experience when's the last time you had some kind of fresh imprint where you realized it there's color in this world and it's not just because we fall into the mundane and the routine and we get grayed out so give your life a jump start go do something hopefully today or this week that is new and different hey and email me no really i would love to know what you did uh no matter how big or small my email is really simple it's the angry therapist at gmail email me let me know what you did i would love to um, hear about it thank you for listening be well Hey, if you have a passion for helping others and you want to create a more meaningful career or add to your current skill set, it's time to become a life coach with Lumia. When I became a life coach many years ago, there wasn't anything like this. So I developed this program alongside with Noel Cordeaux, Lumia Coach Training. And it's amazing. It's 100% live and online, meaningful evidence-based education, real people, real community, ICF accredited to with 20 diverse instructors in a thriving alumni community. Go to theangrytherapist.com and click on Become a Coach and explore Lumia Coach Training. I'll see you in class.